Welcome to another episode of the King James Version Bible Study. Today we're going to be continuing our study in the Gospel of John, specifically looking at John chapter 1, verses 35 through 42. Before we begin, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this study. Thank you for how you're working in this study. I pray that those that are listening would gain some uh, bit of information that they can use to grow closer to you, to become uh, disciples of you, to become, uh, be able to use you uh, and you them uh, in your ministries. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. John chapter 1, verse 35. Again, the next day after John stood and two of his disciples, and looking upon Jesus as he walked, he saith, Behold, the Lamb of God. And the two disciples heard him speak, and they followed Jesus. Then Jesus turned and saw them following, and saith unto him, What seeketh ye? They said unto him, Rabbi, which is to say, being interpreted master, where dwellest thou? He saith unto them, Come and see. They came and saw where he dwelt, and abode with him that day, for it was about the tenth hour. One of the two which heard John speak and followed him was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. He first findeth his own brother, Simon, and saith unto him, We have found the Messiah, which is being interpreted, the Christ. And he brought him to Jesus. And when Jesus beheld him, he said, Thou art Simon, the son of Jonah. Thou shalt be called Cephas, which is being interpreted, a stone. So here we see the experience of Andrew. It's a simple experience, but made a profound difference in Andrew's life. Isn't this true with each one of us in our experience with Jesus? It may have been a simple sermon that you heard or a um, verse that you read that pricked your heart, and sent you toward Christ. But then again, it was very profound, wasn't it? It was life-changing. So what began this experience that Andrew... Note the word stood. Verse 35. Again, the next day after John stood and two of his disciples, they stood and listened to preaching. Andrew, who had an ache for the Word of God, had become interested in what was happening. This, this, the stories of John the Baptist's and John the Baptist's preaching was getting out. It was creating quite a stir, as we've talked about in previous lessons. So Andrew had to he had to attend one of these. He had to see what was going on for himself. Andrew hungered for righteousness. Therefore, he availed himself of the opportunity to hear preaching. He stood right in the midst of preaching. He was there to hear the Messiah proclaimed. Andrew heard him speak. He heard John the Baptist preach. He heard him say, Behold the Lamb of God. Jesus was there as well. Andrew was listening to this message, not allowing his mind to ramble, he was alert and awake. He was concentrating on what was being said. 
He had traveled some distance to be there. He didn't want to lose or miss out in this opportunity. He was practicing what many call active listening. That is, he was listening to what was being said, but he was ready to respond to what was being said. He was taking notes. You know, many of us in church or Sunday school or or uh, when, as we listen to online Bible studies, we take notes. We take notes so that we can go back and maybe there was a particular item that uh, piqued our interest. We want to study that concept further. Andrew was doing this, obviously, without the aid of, of the uh, paper or pen. But he was taking notes in his head. He was taking a lot of interest in what was being said. And he was ready to respond. When you are in Sunday school, or in church, are you practicing active listening? Are you concentrating on the words that are being said? Ready to respond? Allowing Jesus to work in your heart? Allowing God to work in your heart so that you can respond to the message? Or are you about to fall asleep? Are you looking at your cell phone? Or watching other people around and missing out? It may be just a sentence. It may just be the part of a verse that's read and you're missing something that's very important to you that God wants you to hear and you're missing out on it. How about just the ability to uh, bring comfort to the speaker, the preacher, or the Sunday school teacher? I can tell you as a Sunday school teacher and one that does public speaking, when you look out upon your classroom, those listening, it's always an encouragement when you see somebody that's actively listening. And, and you can tell. You can tell the difference in those that are concentrating on the words you say and those that allow their mind to wander. Even those that, that maybe uh, struggle to stay awake. And it can be uh, a distraction. It can be discouraging. So, if for any reason, if you notice that this particular message doesn't seem to be speaking to you, it doesn't speak to something that's working in your life at the moment, although I would say that it may not speak to your life at the moment, but it may speak to some situation that you would face later on, and it's just as important to actively listen. How about just be an encouragement to the speaker? been in church where we've had interns preach or uh, those that are in Bible college and you know they're, they're not seasoned preachers but it's always appropriate to be an encouragement to give them some confidence as they stand behind the pulpit as they preach from the Word of God. It's not the speaker of the Word of God, it's the message from the Word of God that's important. So Andrew was doing this act of listening, ready to respond. And then it said he followed. He followed Jesus. Jesus starts walking down the road. Andrew's following. He's not gonna he he wants to hear more. This decision to follow uh, means a once and for all act. Andrew was turning to Christ, ready to make a commitment to him. He wasn't just 
interested in, hey, let me ask you a question. I'm trying to debate this in my head. No, he had heard enough. He had heard enough that he was committing his life to him. This same three steps that Andrew took must be taken by each of us. That is, we must stand where the word is preached. Today happens to be Sunday. I hope you were in God's house this morning. I hope you were in Sunday school. If not, ask why. Why is it that you missed the opportunity that you're preaching from God? To hear uh, words of encouragement. To be an encouragement for other believers. To worship God. You need to be where preaching is heard. And then you need to hear the word. It doesn't do you any good to be there, not paying attention. You need to be there and listening, using those active listening skills. And then you must be a person who is willing to react, who's willing to follow. So what, what could cause a man to miss Christ? Well, not being where preaching is heard and not hearing. Allowing your mind to wander. If you... If you're not there, you're not hearing preaching. You're not hearing convicting preaching. If you're not hearing, then you're missing out on the opportunity because you're not responding to any particular message. Now, verses 38 and 39. Verses 38 says, Then Jesus turned and saw them following and saith unto them, What seek ye? They said unto him, Rabbi, which is to being interpreted, Master, where dwellest thou? He saith unto them, Come and see. They came and saw where he dwelt, and abode with him that day, for it was about the tenth hour. Note the eagerness of Jesus to reach men. Jesus was walking some distance away, and his friends were following behind him. Jesus did three things that demonstrated this eagerness. Jesus turned to face them. He knew their hearts. He knew that uh, what they had just heard. He knew that their hearts were stirred. And he wanted to reach out to them. So he immediately turned around to face them. Then Jesus asked, What seek ye? Are you seeking meaning, purpose, significance, fellowship, deliverance from trials and troubles and sufferings? Do you need approval and acceptance of God? Do you need blessings from God? Do you need his care and provisions? What are you seeking? Note Andrew's response. Rabbi, where dwellest thou? They had never met Jesus before, yet they called him Master. They were seeking where his home was, where he was heading. They wanted to go. What was Jesus' response to this? He didn't give him a specific directions. Where dwellest thou? No, all he said was, come and see. Come and see. Like others, and particularly even myself, I struggled from time to time in being uh, an outreach or going on outreach or being a soul winner. We always struggle with, what are we going to say? What if we get asked a question that we don't know how to respond? Jesus teaches us here, it's very simple. All we need to do is say, come and see. Come to my church. 
Come and see what God's doing. Come and listen to preaching. Come and see how he's working in other lives. Just come and see. Easter's coming up. What a great outreach message for us. Just come and see. Come and experience it for yourself. Man can take words and twist them and kind of make them sound flowery. But in reality, God's words and God's actions speak for themselves. Just come and see. All right, all you future podcasters out there, let me tell you about something you need to be aware of. I've been looking for different platforms to put my podcast into, and it's kind of confusing. There's a lot out there, a lot of them that charge you, but I found something that you need to hear. There's a platform called Anchor. Now, you need to understand, this one is free. There's no monthly fees, no yearly fees, no fees of any sort, no sign-up fees. It is free. Now, the best thing about it is that it's free and it comes with so many different tools. There's a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Now, the, one of the other neatest things is that Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other platforms. All you do is upload your podcast. Anchor handles all the rest. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. First podcast you put up, you can start making money. Now, it's everything you need to have in one place to make a podcast. So, pay attention to this part. It's very important. Go to anchor.fm. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M or download the free Anchor app to get started. Welcome back to the King James Version Bible Study. We were in John chapter 1, looking at verses 35 through 42. We're now in verse 39, and the Bible says, He saith unto them, Come and see. They came and saw where he dwelt, and abode with him that day, for it was about the tenth hour. One of the two which heard John speak and followed him was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. We looked at Andrew's decision and the uh, criticalness of that decision. The fact that uh, Christ um, answers to Andrew when he asked him uh, where thou dwellest was just simply come and see. Well, Andrew did just that. Andrew followed Jesus. He accepted that invitation. And Andrew and his friend went and abode with him by Jesus' side and in his presence. This interaction with Jesus changed their lives forever. As it does with each one of us. It changes our lives forever. Jesus with each one of us asked us in our hearts, come and see. And if you're truly saved, you've made that commitment just to follow him. Verse 41 says, He first findeth his own brother, Simon, and saith unto him, We have found the Messiah, which is being interpreted, 
the Christ. Andrew had that critical experience with Christ. Christ looked at him and said, come and see. Andrew did just that. He followed and his life was changed. He had heard the preaching. He had heard the stories from John the Baptist. But as he experienced some time with Christ, he immediately realized, man, this guy's the Messiah. This guy's special. He's not just another prophet. He's God. And the next thing to cross Andrew's mind was, my brother, I must go tell my brother. Andrew then rushed to find his own brother, Simon. Andrew couldn't contain this peace and joy. He just had to tell his loved ones immediately. This was life-changing. This was the difference between heaven and hell. Following Jesus and experiencing eternal life or experiencing eternal separation from him. And the first person he thought about, I've got to tell my brother. He wanted his brother also to experience this love and joy and peace with Christ. In uh, verse 41 says, He first findeth his own brother Simon and saith unto him, We have found the Messiah, which is being interpreted the Christ. He spelled it all out for him right there. Simon, you have got to follow me. You've got to come see Jesus. You have got to, you've got to, You've got to, what he probably simply say? Come and see. Come and see for yourself, and you'll understand what I'm telling you. Come and see for yourself, and you can have the experience that I'm having. We all can have it. It's not limited to just me. It's for anybody. This is the Messiah. We've been waiting for him. We haven't heard from a prophet of God in over 400 years. We know the prophecies. We know the clues that we were supposed to be looking for. And I found him. I have found the Messiah, the Son of God. Verse 42 says, And he brought him to Jesus. And when Jesus beheld him, he said, Thou art Simon, the son of Jonah. Thou shalt be called Cephas, which is being interpreted a stone. Andrew immediately was able to convince his own brother, you've got to come see. And Simon did just that. Simon went and saw for himself. Jesus, or excuse me, Simon was brought to Jesus and immediately reaped the fruits of that experience. Note the word beheld, beheld. And he brought him to Jesus and when Jesus beheld, Held him. It means to look upon with an intense, earnest look, to concentrate, to stare, to gaze upon. Jesus looked into the innermost being of Peter. He could tell that Peter had the same experience that Andrew did. 
he had that same experience. He could see the change in his heart. Jesus beholds a man, studies him, knows him intimately. This is both a comfort and a warning depending on a man's response. If you reject Christ, Christ knows that in your heart. You can maybe play a game. You can play a game with men. You can fake it. Jesus knows your heart. He can go to church even. You can go to Sunday school. You could be a Sunday school teacher, deacon. You could be serve any role in the church. But you can fake men out, but you can't fake Christ. He knows your heart. You could be a genuine believer in him, and he knows that. He knows that. You will then reap blessings from him. He knows your heart. He looks intimately at each one of us. Jesus sees the potential within a man and longs to change that man, to make him everything he can be. He sees the potential in each one of us to be just like him. And he challenges us with that daily. Do we ever attain? No. No, we can't attain perfection. But he challenges us each day to be more like him. He gives us a book with instructions on how to do it. Do you read it? Do you challenge yourself to live by it? Do you go even beyond that and actually live by the rules and the the, uh, information that Jesus gives us? It's not rules of a load-bearing weight that is meant to oppress you. It's rules that's meant to free you from bondage, free you from guilt, free you from bitterness. It's rules meant to open you up, allow you to experience the love of God. And all that started this was Andrew hearing preaching, practicing active listening, being willing to respond, following Jesus, and Jesus saying, come and see. Andrew being changed and immediately wanting to go tell others. What a wonderful story. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this study. I challenge it. I'm excited that uh, those out there listening to this podcast, I challenge each one of them. Do they have a relationship with you? Are they genuine? You know everybody's heart. I challenge that they come and see for themselves. Go find a good Bible believing Bible teaching church and come and see for themselves come and see the example that other believers there and watch their lives 
see the blessings that they obtain, they too can have that. You give the outline of how to obtain that. And all they have to do is simply come and see for themselves. And they will, if they allow their heart to be open, be changed forever. We pray this in the glorious name of your Son, Christ Jesus. Amen. Thank you.